Hey sports fans, welcome to another episode of Car Pods, uh, Car Pods number two, and it's coming a day late here, uh, just because I wanted to kind of watch all the games last night and get an idea of which ones I wanted to kind of highlight real quick here um, on my way into work to work the state championship basketball games today, um, hitting all the traffic, that's exciting, um, but I want to talk about two games that I was surprised by, and then two games that kind of happened exactly the way I thought they would happen. Um, so, the two games that I was surprised by, the first game of the entire day, Louisville versus Minnesota, um, I was really surprised by this game because Minnesota won in a way, I didn't think it was impossible for Minnesota to win, I just didn't think it was possible for them to win the way that they did. Um, so Minnesota, I think their average, they were saying on the broadcast, the average amount of threes that they made in a game this season was five. And I think one of their guards, Gabe Kalashir, hit five threes in the game himself. So they were uncharacteristically good from three-point range. Louisville's strength is the run-and-gun offense, right? Their their strength is getting up and down the floor, making you work in transition. They're kind of built like North Carolina, just with not the same skill, obviously, but that's their game. It's a fast pace, rebound, get the ball out, get moving, get down the court. Minnesota forced Louisville to play that half-court game, and in doing so, Louisville really did struggle a lot. They didn't hit well from three, um, they weren't particularly strong down low either, and I credit that a lot to Michigan's length and just size. Michigan was a big team, or Michigan, I said, Minnesota, sorry. I don't even consider Minnesota a state either, but Minnesota's length and size. So Minnesota's a big team, they were a fast team, uh, Murphy, their center, was kind of a rebounding and defensive machine down there, and you had your guards hitting all sorts of threes. And if Minnesota's hitting threes and defending the way they did and forcing a team to kind of slow down, they're they're a tough team to beat. Now, I don't think that... I think it's kind of uncharacteristic what they did. Obviously, it's uncharacteristic. They haven't hit that many threes except for, I think, once all season. So I don't see them getting past the next round. But... It was definitely a good showing and a surprising showing for Minnesota for me. I did pick Louisville in my bracket. I didn't think that it was impossible for Minnesota to win, but again, thought it was impossible for them to win the way they did. My second kind of surprise of the day, um, something that I didn't see coming, I'm looking through here. I think... The, the surprise that I had for this one was Nevada. Nevada versus Florida. And the reason for that was, I mean, Nevada brought it back. They were down 18 midway through the second half, which is normally a death sentence there, but they actually ended up coming back. The Martin Twins, though especially, and I'm going to get it wrong because I don't exact, I'm trying to figure out exactly who it is, Caleb Cody, and Cody Martin, 
whoever number 10 was, <laughs> one of the Martin twins, was really struggling. Um, shot was looking ugly, but a lot of kicking out on his shot, um, a lot of forced threes by Nevada just in general. Their point guard was running wild. He was turning the ball over a lot. I could tell that he was going to get fouls when he got fouls because he would play out of control. And the Gators were spreading the ball around. Their center, Hayes, was doing work down on the inside. And meanwhile, Nevada was just tossing up contested threes. And I did not expect, I expected that the Martin Twins, being as experienced as they were, coming back into the tournament, if you'll remember, they were one of my top five. They, they were combined, were one of my top five players to watch. They were number five in the tournament. And they disappointed. I think they really disappointed. Um, they didn't seem to have as much control over the game as I thought they would. Especially against the Gators team that, that didn't necessarily have kind of a star player. And they have two. And it just didn't didn't work out as well as, uh, as I would have thought. Now, did I, I had them losing in the next round of Michigan anyway. Um, so again, not a huge deal. It wasn't a shock. I could could have seen Florida winning. I just didn't see the Martin Twins struggling as much as they did. So my one of my top five players, and I'm considering the Twins one person, um, one of them struggled immensely. Uh, so that was, that was a surprise to me. I didn't think Nevada would struggle as much with Florida as they did. I wouldn't consider it an upset on the broadcast. They kept saying upset, upset, upset. I, no, not to me. But I can see why why people are surprised by what went on. Because I sure was. Alright, the two games that I wasn't surprised about that, I, that actually went exactly the way I thought they would. Uh, first game has one of the players that I said was a player to watch in this tournament. You had uh, Wofford and Fletcher McGee. Uh, Fletcher McGee needed two three-pointers to set the NCAA record for most three-pointers. Um, he got that, shot 7 of 12 from 3, 7 of 14 from the field, so all of his, all of his shots from the field were three-pointers. But they just dominated Seton Hall. Um, not from the jump necessarily, but they dominated them pretty early all the way through the game. Um, and Wofford's going to be a tough team to beat. They are a great three-point shooting team, and in this tournament, a great three-point shooting team is something that can can win you a game. Uh, so, Wofford was kind of my first my first game where I was like, all right, that's that's something that I that I understand that I could have seen coming. Um, I think Fletcher McGee going forward too, in this next game against uh, it should be Kentucky. Yeah, they'll play Kentucky. I think he's going to be a tough out. Um, I think that the Wofford Kentucky game I can see going either way. Kentucky, by the way, dominated Abilene Christian in the in the. Uh, 215 game in that bracket in that region. So Wofford was my first one, and then my second one that I wasn't necessarily surprised about was Murray State over Marquette. Um, John Morant just played out of his mind, and the cool thing was he only shot I think eight or nine times. So he had a triple double, but what impressed me most about him and rewatching him, you know, I hadn't watched a ton of Murray State games this year. I watched maybe one one full game, probably two halves combined this year. Uh, John Morant just played out of his mind. I had likened him to Kevin Durant. Now, was it because of the name? Slightly. Was it because of his scoring ability? Definitely. I, I, he's a great scorer. 
but I'd like to actually revise my player comparison there. I think that he's more like Russell Westbrook than anyone I've ever seen. Um, and last night proved that his passing was just out of control. Um, some of the one-handed, the off-hand passes, his left-hand passing was insane. Um, his look-away passes were beautiful. He was rebounding well. He was spacing the floor, getting out in transition. And the other thing that is kind of underrated about having a jaw Morant, a jaw Morant was that there was another guy on their team, Buchanan, and he was he was someone that impressed me too. He actually finished at the rim a lot, like really well. I was impressed by his his ability to finish at the rim. But the cool thing about John Morant was he was spacing the floor on those kind of two-on-one or two-on-two drives, and Buchanan wasn't even looking towards Morant, which was just putting his head down and going, but the defense was kind of stuck in no man's land because they were afraid that he was going to toss it over to Morant. So it was even when he wasn't touching the ball, he was affecting the game, right? So he was he was responsible. I think he had 17, 11, and 15. It's just a great, great outing by John Morant. Beautiful game. Um, and they're going to be a tough out. They really are going to be a tough out. I think they were kind of the, the favorite out of most of the 12 seeds to kind of win their game. I think it was all, they were probably the favorite in the game itself over Marquette, a 12 seed being favored over a 5 seed. So it's not like they were just kind of a pushover team that that was shocking and upset the apple cart, but they definitely, I think they're a strong, strong team. And out of any of the double-digit seeds, Murray State has to be the one that you look at and say, okay, they could be the, the, uh, the double-digit seed that goes to the Final Four. So, last thing I want to talk about here, as I'm getting closer to work, is this today. What, what games I'm excited for today? So, obviously, I'm excited for Duke Iona. Um, that's the late game. That's nine twenty-seven or something like that. I'm excited for Duke. Um, wait, what did I say? So, North Carolina Iona, and then Duke. Um, I'm excited for their game just to watch Zion Williamson's first game in the tournament. I'm not putting Duke on upset alert, but I can see them getting upset and cars slowing down in front of me very slowly. Here we go. Um, But yeah, those two games especially, Duke and North Carolina, I'm excited for those. And I'm also excited for the uh, UC Irvine game against Kansas State. Yes. So Kansas State, UC Irvine, I have that as one of my big upsets, my 4 versus 13 matchup. In that region, I have UC Irvine winning, uh, so watch out for that. I'm excited to watch that game. Hopefully, they uh, they can pull off an upset here. My bracket did not go well last night. Um, I had Wofford, I had Murray State, I had Gonzaga. Um, so obviously, I mean so Kentucky. Some of the games I got, I did I did well in, but my issue was I had who was it? I had Syracuse, they lost, um, and I thought they could be a tough team to get out, but they lost to Baylor, so Syracuse lost, I had Northeastern over Kentucky, again, I'm sorry about the noise, but it's just car pods, and this is an Acura Integra in front of me with a rice burner on their muffler, because why not, you know, why wouldn't you do that, 
nothing says I don't have money like having an Acura Integra with a rice burner on it. Like, nothing. Nothing says I don't have money like that. Um, but anyway, not to be negative, but seriously, to be negative. Um, but yeah, so I lost the Kansas Northeastern game, and I think that Kansas could, you know, beat Auburn, and then, and then I have a whole other issue with not having Kansas even win one game. Um, who else did I have that didn't, didn't win? Oh, Belmont, and I had Belmont going to the Sweet 16, so that was rough. So my bracket took a little bit of a hit yesterday, so I'm looking forward to hopefully a bounce-back day for my bracket today. Uh, so, hopefully you guys got some information from this quick little car pod off the top of the head. Um, we are going to, I'll probably record another one. I might record another one on my way home um, about the early games. We'll see. Or I might wait until again, might wait until tomorrow morning and then we'll talk about, I'll talk about the, uh, the full slate of games, what surprised me, what didn't surprise me again, kind of keeping to that same format. Um, yeah. And we will see how it goes. Again, getting distracted because I'm trying to get across to different lanes and people are being the worst. But that was CarPods number two. Um, hope you enjoyed the first week of March or first day of March Madness. Another big day coming up today. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys either later today or tomorrow. Thanks for listening.